Hello there guys, gals, and non-binary pals, all of whom are loved and welcomed in this space. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Imperial Senate Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Ashby, and joining me as always are my beloved co-hosts, Nikki Kumar and Claire Stribling. How is everyone? Woo! Oh yeah! <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> wow. we've, got, we've got a famous guest on this week, apparently. <laughs> Bonesaw. <laughs> <laughs> Get a hole in my wall. Um, I got you for three minutes. <laughs> three minutes of pain time. I got you for forty minutes of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, or nice however long. That's a nice microphone. Did your husband get it for you? <laughs> God, Uh-oh. don't oh, provoke God. him. Oh, don't do it. Don't provoke the bone saw. Don't want to, yeah, don't get hurt. Uh, how is everyone? <laughs> All good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not bad, not bad. I have, uh, I've basked in greatness this weekend. You have? You've, you've done what now? I he, witness oh. John Williams live oh, in action. That's Once right. again, luckily, the Hollywood Bowl. God, it was beautiful. It's an amazing, amazing time. Ugh, oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah, I'm not jealous at all. No, I am. I was definitely, <laughs> definitely looking around and wondering why this was at full capacity. Oh, yeah. But, nevertheless, if I, if I die, at least I saw John Williams. Um, <laughs> at least it's the cantina band. <laughs> but yeah, no, he, he, he's great. If he, if, you know, if, uh, the world is good in a year, and you're you find yourself in LA in the Labor Day weekend. You gotta you gotta figure out how to get to the John Williams Hollywood Bowl concerts, because uh, I mean, a it's like you know it's just the soundtrack to so many of our lives, right? Like just it's like oh yeah that that that, and he he always mixes it up. He doesn't just come out playing like the greatest hits, even though most of his shit is hits. Um, you, you know he, he he throws some surprises in, and uh, yeah, like the, this year he did the Adventures of Han, and Aww. he did um, Yoda's theme. Oh, and then he did uh, Throne Room, and and like the finale, like the end credits from A New Hope. So that was uh, that was pretty great. And then he encored Imperial March. Um, That's right. So we got a nice healthy Star Wars fill. Um, and he, yeah, he's amazing. He looks, he still looks amazing. He's 89 years, still looks fantastic. He still, um, you know, you can tell he's, he's much, even when I saw him like three years ago, he, like he's, he has uh, gotten a little, little older, but, uh, you know, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to witness him while he's here. Magical stuff. Magical. Yeah. I, seeing your videos and stuff and photos and seeing other people that we know, friends of the show and IRL, like it was really cool to see just, you know, that magic. It doesn't matter how many times you hear those, those themes and music. It's just like special about hearing it perform live and seeing him. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely magical. And yeah, absolutely jealous. Um, <laughs> I just wish I was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's great. And the Hollywood Bowl is just a magical venue. Um, there's something about it. I don't know what it is. And, uh, yeah, filling it, filling it up with the, that, cause it, the whole, like first half of the concert isn't John Williams. Cause you know, the guy, the guy's not got the energy. <laughs> um, but it was, uh, a lot of like sort of classical film soundtrack, like, or scores and stuff. And like they did a sort of like a Godfather medley, a Casablanca medley, um, yeah, no, it was just good. It's just good times. Damn good times. Music is cool. Music is good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> My controversial opinion of Who the podcast. <laughs> oh, goodness me. But yeah. <laughs> That's that. Uh, That's all I got. Uh, good episode, guys. <laughs> well, yeah, been... we've got time for this week. Um, Thank you for listening. We'll be back <laughs> next time with more orchestral uh, shenanigans. When Claire goes to see... <laughs> I'm joking. Um, Claire, what did you do this weekend? I'll often get wasted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for outing me right on the podcast, but yeah. That, I, mean, you that out- I mean, to be fair, you you outed yourself long ago. What are you talking... Long ago? What are you talking yeah. about? I think everyone knows you like a drink or two, Claire. Oh yeah, but but you, not when you, when you say I'm from Chicago, <laughs> they're like, oh okay, I see. Oh my goodness, they're like, oh, you must be a highly functioning dependent of some substance. You're from Chicago. Checks because out. The way you say it is, ah, oh, Chicago. <laughs> and you poke yeah. at their chest, and then you say it. <laughs> Oh my god. But yeah, I had a good weekend. Just a tiring, exhausting weekend. The first time uh, this is going to be the first time since I graduated from college that I have Saturdays off work. Um, Nice. Which is amazing and that means that, oh my god, looks like Saturdays are days for college football and people leaving me alone while I sit in sweatpants in my school colors and watch my team. And I'm very excited that I get to actually keep up with it this season. So so my team played at 3 p.m. So that is when I started drinking on Saturday. And then uh, my other team, I uh, didn't play till 6.30, but we had a whole bunch of neighbors over and there was a lot of food and, and, and beverages consumed and um, – yeah, someone asked me, like, when did you finally end up, like, going to bed? I'm like, I don't know. I literally could not tell you. Um, and then I did the, did it all over again the next day because I make good life choices. And people I hadn't seen in forever asked me to do stuff. So I'm like, oh, yeah. But we sat outside, watched fireworks, and got toasted. So, um, Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little tired today, guys. I'll be honest. <laughs> if the energy level is low, it's because I had a very eventful Labor Day weekend. Oh, yeah, and I went to a musical as well. I saw a musical, which was really nice. It was the first time, I think, that I've seen live theater since the pandemic. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. 
I'm back home. Music. I'm back home in my audience at, at a musical. It was great. It was a really great show. And my friend was in it, and he was really good. And so life is good. Life's good. Good to hear. That sounds like you had a good time. Yeah, it was a good weekend. Pretty awesome. Uh, as for me, I completed Jedi Fallen Order 100% on hey. the PS4. Um, so what does that mean? You like find every little nook and cranny type thing? Yeah, it means I had I went back and found every seed. I found every crate, every lightsaber part, every secret, every little going around, zooming, you know, zapping up memories of stormtroopers. I had to go through every single bit of lore, find everything. Um, had to do specific. I had a few to be fair. Like I think it was like kick a falak <laughs> that's kicked you. Um, <laughs> it was like do a hundred perfect dodges. Um, and oh, I can't remember the other one was, but they, yeah, along those lines. And then <laughs> complete the game, hundred percent. That was quite it. So that yeah, platinum trophy, baby. Hey, there we go. Looks nice on your trophy shelf. Yeah, and also this week I I completed Spider Man and Miles Morales 100% as well. Dang. Just in case you didn't know, I was unemployed. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but that I might tell you a bit about that. Um, no, but it's really cool. I, I, it's just nice to sort of. I don't know why. When I see the, the games, I'm like. Feel get a bit guilty. I'm like, oh, I should have finished it 100. percent And then I'm like, oh. you know, you don't have to. Sometimes like some of the tasks are really difficult. But for these ones, I was like, oh, I can do it. And then I did that. So take that. All these. <laughs> I'm, I'm not scared. A <laughs> I'd like to go back and try and 100 percent it, Jedi Fallen Order. But I feel like at this point, considering half of my Twitch stream playthroughs for me going, I don't remember which button this force power was. Um, it might be difficult at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, if they don't include fast travel on Jedi Fallen Order 2, based on this like short amount of time, about two to three days of like trying to wrap up the game, I will murder someone. <laughs> oh, no. If I have to fucking go up Origin Tree one more time, because I have to go up and down, up and down. So the first day, I, I did. I went for all this place. I went for all of Kashyyyk to get to this one specific point. Did it, and then I went to bed. Next day, I opened the file. It didn't count. It didn't save it. So I had to do it all over again. And then I went all the way up, went down. So I was like, okay, I need to find out where this this other thing is. There's some like looking and I was like okay so I've got to go all the way back to the fucking top went all the way back to the top did all the stuff blah blah blah, blah. went to all the other planets completed them 100% those ones were really easy to do just go around look for that and did it pretty cool and one bit left I was like please don't tell me and I looked it was Kashyyyk I was like for fuck's sake but where is it where is it in Kashyyyk like if it's in the Imperial refinery that's fine that's not too far away from the ship I could just do it and then end the game Nope, origin tree. So I had to go through <laughs> swimming through like tons of fucking Wookiee. At this point, I was like, "Do you know what? I'm with the I'm with I'm with Commander Gray. Just burn the place. Fuck them. These Wookiees are dead. 
Oh, yeah. no. Let's dump on them. <laughs> so yeah, um, but no, it was good. It was a good. It was good fun to get back into it. Like you said, Claire, like you, you start tapping the buttons at the beginning. Like I don't remember how to do anything, and then within the next minute, I was like, you know, I'm being good. And again, I would be a terrible Jedi because I started this replay with the intent of this time trying to be like Ezra Bridger and be a good Jedi who doesn't hurt animals. And by the fifth, like attack from a fucking giant slug, I was like, yeah, "Fuck you!" <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not a good Jedi. I, I, you know, that's on me. That is on me. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not. I, I will eat a go of admitting play. it's the first part. Yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm actually a great Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? While, while you brought it up, since there's not much else going on this week, <laughs> um, what do you guys? kind of like what do you feel like you would want to see in in a fallen order sequel because like i i feel like the the first game is very almost feels very contained it's like it can kind of be anything now in the sequel uh more white people hey. <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know like i think we talked about this before nikki where we were like the game doesn't necessarily have to put you in the boots of cowl again Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could potentially be any other Padawan who might have escaped, or, or what, like we suggested, it would have been really cool if we get to play as Luke. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I really wanted the game, which is basically Jedi Fallen Order, but Luke traveling the galaxy post Episode Six, and maybe like one of the one of the missions is you you have to team up with Lando and hunt Ochi. <laughs> gotta have an Lando. Ochi reference in here somewhere. <laughs> we got well, it. We made it happen. This pod. Yeah. I'm, I'm oh, well, one. I'm I'm not afraid to. To plug my boy. Um, hey, two, who ain't? <laughs> it's just a tie-in to episode nine. Like he goes to Pasana. I can't find him because he's a fucking idiot. And he's already drowned himself in sand. Um, <laughs> and it looks like I got a piece out. <laughs> See you, Lando. <laughs> okay. Oh, actually, okay, that's a, that's a question. I always assumed Ochi got eaten by the snake. Hmm. So did it, yeah? Did we actually know how he died? I don't know. I thought I thought he got trapped. Like just Which, stuck down there. Yeah, that feels like um, a very him. Like he's like, oh shit, I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what the door I don't is. Know. I don't know what the what the what the story. I always assume like the snake ate him and like spit his bones back up or something. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have a look on Wikipedia while you talk, yeah. and I'll I'll, like, I'll update you. Um, but actually, you know, it's funny you said more white people because I've been thinking a lot a lot about <laughs> how cool how cool it would be to get a recontextualized, canonized. Star Killer as an Inquisitor. Oh, I think that would be kind of cool, and he, he'd be like a cool villain. Um, if it, you know, if it is the same story, but then it's also like you know, going jumping off the Luke uh, sort of idea of like the game functioning the same way, but as Luke, we now live in a in a world where that can be Ray post post nine, you know, yeah. and uh, sort of exploring the galaxy and and piecing things together and whatnot. So. Yeah, it, it's an interesting question what that game is. Uh, do you guys think it'll just be Cal again? Like, do you think that's the, the safe option to assume? I think I, yes. I think so. Yeah. John would be funny. dope, though. Uh, sorry, well, Claire, you go. Oh, no. I, I was just going to say it was funny because you said more white people. Right after, right in my head, I popped up like, I want to know more about the death of Mir- death of Mary Witch. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, nope, there's a white people. <laughs> <laughs> They're very white. <laughs> They're very white people. <laughs> 
can, you know, how to we can cover more white people, make up even wider. <laughs> Let's turn that dial up. I mean, uh, what's that? What's that? It's like the hue or whatever. Just crank it. Um, yeah. Oh, no, but that, but that is definitely like a one of those sort of strands from that first game. Um, you know, digging into that more. Mm-hmm. It could happen. It could happen for sure. Okay, so before I jump into my point, I'm going to talk about Ochi for a second. So, <laughs> according, to, according to Wikipedia, after killing Ray's parents, Ochi attracted the attention of Jedi Luke Skywalker, who was searching for a rumored key to Exegol. And alongside Lando Carizian, he tracked Ochi to the desert world of Pasana. Ochi had come to their attention after bragging in a cantina about having a clue to the location of the Empress Wayfinder, saying he had the coordinates inscribed. The two pursued the Jedi Hunter, hoping to gain information, but before they could arrive in Pasana, Ochi was trapped in sinking sands of the shifting mires, dying in the deep caverns below. The trail went cold. Ochi's bones were picked clean by gouge beetles. <laughs> oh my god, that detail at the end. Oh my. Oh well. Well he well he dodged the snake at least. <laughs> exactly. Dodged the snake, just not the beetles. Yeah. Like uh, the mummy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and there's a quote oh. from uh, you know, like they have like sometimes Wikipedia has like key quotes at the beginning of the page. Yeah, this one is remember Ochi of Bastoon when you die. <laughs> oh my god, I think I will. I feel like that's who I'm leaving my will to. <laughs> um, I yeah. love that little piece of Star Wars story. Yeah, you know, they, they didn't give us like the full details, you know, and I think that's fun. Um, that's they like we both came up with both ideas of what could have happened to him. Mm-hmm. And what happened was better. Beta. Peepa beta. When you were saying about after okay, episode Jamie. 9, Nikki, I think what would be really cool is if, you know in the first game, you have Cordova's messages? Mm-hmm. Well, we know that he tried to, like, preserve the order. And we know Cal was trying to be, like, secretive and not give every information away but what if he went to try and save the information of the jedi order and we get like the opposite so now bd1 is with someone else mm-hmm. and oh. is looking at cow's messages from years before mm-hmm. and that person the character you play as is finn mm. uh, oh. can you imagine finn with like a little bd1 becoming a jedi so cute damn That'd be good. Lucasfilm, hire me. Just saying. Respawn. My phone number is um, beep, 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 blank. Um, You know, that'd be cool. I'd love to be like, and get John John Baeger back. And, you know, because he loves video games as well. So I feel like he'd be Mm -hmm. down for that. Yeah, they'd they'd have to, if if it's just Finn, they'd have to come up with a good reason to separate him. Yeah. Told him he has to do it. It's his trial. Huh? It's his trial. Yeah, could be as good a reason as any. Or maybe the Trade Federation blockaded the universe. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Possible. You know, anything could happen. Star Wars. Or maybe Ray got killed by some gouge beetles. (laughs) Jesus. Oh my god, I hope not. (laughs) Well, Ray could still be in it, I guess. Yeah, she could still be in it. I'm busy writing a book. It's just AI Ray, like, getting stuck on walls. <laughs> <laughs> In Yavin. 
she's like, come on, it's just up this tree. She's like, just stuck running into like a vine. <laughs> and you're like, well, damn it, they should have play tested this more. Oh god. It's just Fiddler, yeah, murdering uh, bugs. Jesus. Ray's Rin's like, remember what I taught you about healing? He's like, fuck off, bugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that'd be cool. There's loads of cool games that potentially could be out, you know, developing and stuff. I know there's like some people suggesting that like it'd be really cool to see a Battlefront free announced, but I don't know if that's going to be anytime soon. Yeah, I don't know either. I think, yeah, I don't, I don't foresee that being announced anytime soon. Yeah, I, I don't know because it's like, because um, the Battlefield game that Dice was moved to, to, to make. I think they've done it now. Yeah. Um, so it could be. You never know. I mean, it, it's 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 unfortunate always because <laughs> they finally got Battlefront to like its best place, and then we're like, okay, we're done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, right. So so yeah. I mean, I think there's there's a lot of great potential for a great Battlefront three, and I, I hope it does happen sooner rather than later. Um, and especially like I I hope. Obviously, like I, I don't think Squadrons is getting sequeled, but I think um, you can really incorporate a lot of what they made in Squadrons into like the Starfighter assault of a huge, expansive battlefront that doesn't need a campaign anymore because we have like we have enough um, story-based sort of narrative Star Wars games, and uh, and they can just go all out on the you know the battle stuff. So I think I think there's a lot of potential. Two things I would love. One is if they had like a modded section, like with Skyrim, where you can implement mods because there's so many great mods that the community has made that would just be amazing to have in the game. Especially when you've got like maps such as like I think one of my favorite things about the Battlefront games on the PSP, Elite Squadron and Renegade Squadron, was that they did implement like legends and like extra EU material. So it would be cool to have maybe like places from the comic books or um, Lost Stars and stuff like that, like those characters involved in the game. That'd be pretty cool. Um, so I'd love to have like, yeah, mod content. So you could have like, okay, I'll be Kylo Ren and this guy over here is going to be, um, let's have a look, uh, C-3PO. Um, <laughs> and the deadliest the other thing- warrior of them all. <laughs> baddest, the baddest boy. Um <laughs> And the other thing I would like is the thing we've been promised since the original Battlefront 3, which we never got. Ground to space, baby. Give us Ooh. ground to space. I want to fight on Naboo in the fields, get bored, jump in a starfighter and fly up and blow up a trade federation ship. Yeah. Yeah. No, because I think that's like, that's what, right now, like, that's one of the best parts of like Galactic Assault or whatever, where you can sort of start and then fly above the same battle but yeah give us give us the full the full hit you know i'm still waiting for like a peak game like the peak star wars game mode to be i think the closest we got was with the first battlefront dlc of the death star i want a pure full-on death star gameplay like i want to have a fight in this i want to have a space battle but I want there to be other stuff. Like maybe the first thing you have to do is disable the shield generator on Endor. 
And then meanwhile, other players have to fight in space against like a, a rampaging Imperial force. Mm-hmm. And then once the shield's down, some players get to go into the Death Star and you have to like manually go through and blow it up. That'd be like the fucking dream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, and it's like, it's one of those things. That's why I think, that's why I think they need to do it because it's, um, you know, we've just moved into this like next generation of consoles and whatnot. And I like the power available to them now to do crazy shit is, you know, as good as it's ever been. So it'd be real shame to like, to leave battle from behind. Um, and not, you know, not capitalize on on all the tech that's available now because yeah, they could do some really cool stuff. And and there's been so much story since the last game, right? Like yeah. You've got all of Mando, season 7 of Clone Wars, Bad Batch, hell the High Republic, you imagine they put High Republic characters in? Like there's just so much that you could do now. Um High Republic be, game would be great. Be really cool. Yeah. Oh, I want I think the big scale things like the Battle of Malachor would be great in a video game concept, especially since it like originated there. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. I, I, another thing when we talk about like Jedi Fallen Order, the biggest thing I want to see as well in the second game is I don't think we you necessarily like. I'm all for story games. And I really like. I like the fact that we got a full on single player story game, but I also want more opportunity to diverge from the story like we kind of get it a little bit but it's mainly driven by the story yeah in terms of i think what's great about jedi fallen order is the fact that it's pretty much tomb raider but star wars mm-hmm. but i want them to really go for it this time yeah, like with tomb raider it. you can like there's optional tombs that you don't necessarily have to do if you want to do the main mission and then later on you can go back i'd love to be able to like Maybe you have to fly back to Coruscant and there's like a secret gap or something and you can go for it and investigate more lore. That's not necessarily important. Like one of my favorite things was that in, I think the last Tomb Raider game, I think it's in, I think it's in, I don't know if it's in all of the reboot games or it's definitely in the last two, I think, which is that you can only unlock certain elements and things by learning the language. It's like Lara would be like, oh, I don't know Byzantine and go through and you find like glyphs and then she slowly like works out how the language is like what language is saying like it'd be cool if like cow visited different planets and has like sith language and he doesn't quite know what it says and then he's learning and you can unlock like maybe like a sith temple yeah i mean that's that's like that's what i want out of jedi games now like I don't want actiony Jedi games anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. I want to be. I want them to be a little more like heady in that way. Or like, I want a stealth option. Like, can you go through whole levels like without fighting anyone, or like non-lethal, like non-lethal forced tricks or something, and I like only that. fight only fight the like the end villain boss or whatever of of any level. Um, I think that'd be super cool. It's like just options, you know, like uh, gameplay options. I felt the same way with Shadow of Mordor. Like I, I remember wanting to just hot, like stealth my way through orc camps, but I feel like more often than not, they would make you fight them. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, oh man, I just want to like sneak through. Like that's, that's got its own like charm. Just put um, the ring on. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, it's like, uh, 
I would want that from Fallen Order. Like, I don't want to be slashing my lightsaber everywhere. Like, that, that to me, it, it just is not interesting anymore. Like, so if you want to, if you want to do the, like, action um, games, like, that, you know, I feel like that's, that's Bounty Hunter level stuff and not, oh. not, uh, you know, with if you're if you're gonna be a Jedi, like I want to like explore secrets and yeah, like learn things and not not necessarily just be like slicing stormtroopers up. Yeah, I'm with you too because in a lot of those games where you do get a choice, I choose to be the the sneaky one. Mm-hmm. I choose to to like sneak past people and not fight. I think that yeah. could be like. Also, that's that seems like more of the Jedi way, but I mean, you that's know, the thing. that's yeah, not really like, the game that we got, <laughs> right? And like, this is a thing where it's like, um, everything's canon, right? Like, when when everything's canon, you have to sort of make things feel right. And I know people will be like, oh, but that's just the mechanics of the game, which it is. Like you, like that's gameplay. But it's like, what if we, what if we designed the gameplay? around that though <laughs> like yeah. you know what if what if we did work around that um i think that'd be cool for sure i agree wholeheartedly yeah like i can understand like for cal in the time period he's in he doesn't necessarily have to like follow those guidance completely because it's such a dark time and you can like he's obviously on the run and stuff but at the same time don't make a game in the dark times then <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that too. Or, or or don't market it. Become a Jedi. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, like you know, it's 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 like a you know, you you can figure that way out. And I get I get it's a weird balancing act. And obviously, there are people who are one hundred percent jazzed to play a Jedi like that. Um, but yeah, I think I think if you're if you're like actually trying to embody what what a Jedi does. Um, it's not that. <laughs> and like like I think my again, like my perfect Jedi game would be even something like what the old like Telltale Studios kind of did, where it's very dialogue heavy. The action is like quick quick button action just to like do things. Maybe you block a laser bolt and like, yeah, give me like Jedi detective game. Let me let me negotiate uh some peace talks and and it depending on my choices do I fuck the whole planet up or not? You know, like I think yes. that'd be super fun. Sure, it'd be fucking amazing. What's that? Like a Jedi version of Professor Layton. Professor what? I don't know that game. Have you never seen Professor Layton? <gasps> oh, I've got to send you a link. It's one of my, f- my, my, my mum used to play these games. Well, she still does, but they're really good. Mm-hmm. Like a Nintendo game where you're like a Victorian detective. And it's, it's a puzzle game. Mm-hmm. And it's like you go around and like the animation style was just really cute and stuff. And I was thinking, I'll try and find a link. Hang on. Yeah, I just looked up on Wikipedia right now just to see. Super anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that looks fun. Like you just go around and like it's like you're investigating a, a story. Mm-hmm. But to get people's like to, when you're questioning people's stuff, they're like, "Well, of course, but I'm I need to solve. The, I can't solve this puzzle. Like my sock has been erased. Can you help yeah. me?" <laughs> and so you have to like help people by doing like these like mind games. I feel like it could be good. Like you could because it's like he has like a little, a little kid like apprentice. Mm-hmm. It's like you have like a maybe like a paddle one, and you're a Jedi going around solving disputes instead, and you're like, 
this is yeah. what we're doing today. Like, I thought that'd be interesting. Yeah, I just, I just think you can do so much more than, you know, whip out the lightsaber and start slashing shit. You know, it's, uh, I think we're ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> As a society, <laughs> we could be ready for it. Um, yeah, it, it'd be super interesting. I wonder, like, even in Fallen Order, again, it's like, you know, good sequels know how to, you know, compound upon what they already put in. So I'm very curious to see what sort of even just new gameplay mechanics they would add to to two. Um, so yeah, it's it's be super interesting when uh, when they start revealing what what's going on there because I'm pretty sure it's it's already being made. Yeah, I think I've saw some uh, posts about uh, some people like I think it's respawn or asking for like specific jobs, and then I was like, I guess mm-hmm. it's clearly going to be about. You know, <laughs> like we need a uh, we need people who know what uh, slash wounds look like on our uh, on our <laughs> game. It's like, damn it! So I'm sending yeah. you a screenshot. This is from the latest game, which is about his daughter. Like you play as uh, Professor Leon's daughter. Um, there you go. And also, it's like yeah, like slightly like anime style. That'd be cool. Like visions and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Gotta guide all the rabbits to a patch of flowers. That's some Jedi work, baby. <laughs> yeah. Like, it'd be like, Gamorans need you to do, like, they're having a dispute with, like, a... Like, you know, like, in um the High Republic, when it's, like, the guards at the gate, and they're shooting the, the people of the planet, because they won't let them mm-hmm. on the ship. Mm. It's like, we'll only let you on the ship if you <laughs> help us get these... Love cats back into the the, <laughs> the box. Yeah, okay, that'd be fun. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I, I'd love to see more of those sort of games. And with fighting games, I feel like there is a, a good opportunity to do more better fighting games as well. Like I feel like we're missing out on good duel action. I'm I've never been happy with the duel the dueling on Battlefront Two. It's not quite. Great, like it's, it just feels like you're just random people running around. Mm-hmm. Like even though it's like pretty cool, like I, I don't really feel like Darth Maul. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, yeah. I mean, battle. That's the thing with Battlefront. It's like it's so it has to catch all people, so it's very sanitized. Yeah, <laughs> in terms of like how you actually can do things. Um, like, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite fighting moments is in. The episode three game, the official video game, mm-hmm. and when you complete the game, you unlock a extra mission. And they would never do this nowadays. That's what I love about Lucas Arts. They're like, yeah, yeah we'll throw in a bonus mission from a different film. <laughs> You're like, oh shit. <laughs> Which is that they threw in. I don't even remember this, but they threw in the jewel scene from A New Hope, mm-hmm. and it's Vader versus Obi Wan, uh, old Ben, and it's really cool. Like you get to see like. The stormtroopers in the background and like the Death Star shot, and you actually have fight. Um, I think you play as Vader. You have to fight Ben, and then you unlock them, which is pretty fun as well. Beat this old man. <laughs> <laughs> Kill this old man, and then you can unlock me. <laughs> oh, you, there you go. Were you not as impressed with the the Fallen Order dueling? Oh, I liked Fallen Order dueling. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you want to see like, that in Battlefront? Is what you're saying? Yeah, like that or. Kind of 
like if it's a specific fighting game, like you know, there's like different fighting styles. Like Fallen Order isn't a fighting game; it just has fighting yeah, mechanics yeah. in those specific moments. Yeah. Whereas Battlefront Two, like if there's like a full on dual mode, like Heroes versus Villains, just feels like fucking Darth Maul running around. I see. I see. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I, I kind of miss those. Like on Revenge of the CF, there was like a fighting mode you could do. Yeah. So like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Or like yes. full caliber yes. for Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. I want classic 2D yeah. like dueling <laughs> mode. That'd be, funny. <laughs> That'd be super cool. I mean, you th- yeah, again, you think about how many just different personalities there are and different styles and uh, weaponry and whatnot. And, it'd be, and I want it to have like era only. Like I want it to be era compatible. Like, I don't want to see Anakin fight Darth Vader. <laughs> oh, okay. Stop it. <laughs> I mean... Unless it's like a like a free play, like the story mode, I want it to be like, you know. Cause I'm I'm also the same the sort the same person who did the Anakin versus Anakin. <laughs> no one they like change the lightsaber color. Yeah, and Count Dooku, <laughs> good Count Dooku. Oh, yeah. I've turned good now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like that that stuff's fun, but I don't want it to be like Battlefront Two where yeah, it's like Anakin versus Darth Vader. It's like oh, I know yeah. it's a game. But it draws you out a little bit. Like if you kept, and that comes with characters. I feel like they would have kept it era only if they had more characters, but they don't, and that's why. I think it also it's... depends what game mode you play. Because um, I think, I think I could be wrong. I think co-op is is locked to era. Yeah, co-op is, but not heroes as <laughs> villains, which is like the okay, color heroes... assist thing yeah. to like fighting. Yeah, um, which is what sucks. It's like ugh, I don't really want to be Luke and Rey at the same time? Is it like I feel like heroes Luke? versus villains is just already too much of like like it's it's already so no rules it's like there's there's no point in limiting it kind of thing yeah like there's a difference like, like I feel like if you're going to be silly be completely silly like the, the robot voice is fun but I think what makes the original Battlefront 2 heroes versus villains mode where it's, again it's all eras so fun is like the plat- they play like Lopty Neck. Yeah, it's like all yes. on uh, Mos Eisley, right? It's like Cantina <laughs> Band and shit. Yeah. I've been busy. That part was so... That, that <laughs> level was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, like, you, I want to have the skiff barge. I want to have, like, the mm-hmm. stupid music playing. Because people also take Heroes vs. Villains very serious. seriously. Yes. Yeah. And it's not supposed to be serious. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're going to come over here and like, block him and uh, well, gang up on him. and uh, Like, this is way too sweaty. Like, <laughs> if you think I'm going to, like, try when I play Battlefront, you're very much mistaken. <laughs> it's like, like this is, this is like, my switch my brain, brain off game. Like, I just yeah, like, run around. Like, when people, like, unlock a, a hero in, like, the first five minutes and then they're, they're playing it for the rest of the match, I'm like, you need a life, sir. Yeah. yeah. That's why, like, yeah, I was like, I'd love to complete Battlefront 2. On PS4, but my the trophies you have to get for specific. I'm like fuck that, mm-hmm. fuck that. I'm never gonna get that level on multiplayer. Um, which you know it's fine. Same with squadrons. I'm like I need to get back into squadrons because I haven't played it for like a year. Mm-hmm. And ever since you told me that it's got like a free play mode, that's been my next game to go back and do. Um, yeah, man. Fleet battles versus AI. That's that's the life. It's chill, and you still make that sweet XP. It is I also so, thought, so good. I was also under the impression that I completed the game. I think I did complete the game, but for some reason the trophy hasn't appeared. So oh, like, like the, the story mode? Yeah, I was like, did I complete it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, I've been thinking about restarting the story. Just because 
I, I sort of got back into it again fairly recently. Um, yeah. It's good stuff. Yes, indeed. So I was always curious to see what video games are going to be happening. Obviously, we know the Indiana Jones one is is under development, and the oh yeah, like the Ubisoft Star Wars open world kind of thing. Um, oh, speaking about the indie game, maybe me and Claire should be concerned because I don't know if you saw this today, but um. Apparently, the Elder Scrolls Six is gonna be Xbox only. That's what I heard. What? Yeah, because Bethesda got bought out by Microsoft. Yeah, but it was un- yeah. it was unclear. Like we weren't entirely sure, but um, like Bethesda's Peter Hines suggests that the possibility is open for games like Starfield to be on the PS Five in the future. But a lot of journalists have pretty much said, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. It's going to be day one Xbox Game Plus exclusive to Xbox, PC, and Xbox. Yeah. Well, that's rude. <laughs> yeah, it was always, it. it's like always the weird, as soon as that deal got announced, <laughs> I think that was like always the the big sort of elephant in the room of like, what exactly is going to happen to all these games? Um, so yeah, it'll be, that'll be interesting to see what happens. It's just, yeah, I really hope that's not the case, but, I, you know, it makes sense, too. You know, Insomniac being a Sony um, company now, and you can't get Spider-Man on Xbox. Like, I I get it. Um, it wouldn't be a problem for me if I had if I had a better computer. You can just buy, I don't know if you know, but you can get Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, for like just for PC. Four quid a month. Yeah, and you get like all these free games. It's like okay, well, this is this is amazing. Like to be, to be fair to Xbox and Microsoft, they're very inclusive and helpful to gamers with disabilities, and um, you know, like very exclusive in that regard. Like they're very helpful with accessibility. So I'm not going to like be too mad at them for making a good business move. But at the yeah. same time, I'm a PS man. You know, I'm a place. I'm a Sony boy. Yeah, I mean, I just like Game Pass itself. I I do not understand it. Like how it it's almost like so consumer friendly. I'm like, yes. how is how is this a like successful business model? <laughs> like, there's there's so much to it that I just don't get. But somehow it's they just keep giving more, and I'm like, oh my god. Um, and the EA Play, which you can combine with that. Yeah, yeah, it's just included now. Um, so so yeah it's uh it's crazy um but but the whole the whole console exclusivity thing wherever it lands is is just a bummer i'm I'm glad yeah. it's happening less because i mean back in you know wind back um five ten years and like the the so-called console war was very dumb and like Where were very you in the console very anti <laughs> very anti-consumer um, like you know, the same game on different pl- on different platforms having things that the other one didn't like the same game, right? Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's good that it's going away, but yeah, you'll see these big deals, like yeah, like whether it's Bethesda or Insomniac and stuff. So yeah, it's gonna be or like Naughty Dog, I think is that another big yeah, PlayStation Naughty Dog, one? big PlayStation one. Yeah, they're all the Uncharted's and the 
Last and of Us. Last of Us, yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn, right? Who does that? Is that is that a PlayStation exclusive? I think so. Uh, let me have a look. That game is rad. I will just say that much. That is a cool game that I have not beaten yet because, as w- always happens, unless I have a Twitch stream motivating me every week, something comes up in my life and I'm like, and I'll finish it later. And guess who doesn't finish it later? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Intention's good. Execution bad. Just like all the novels. <laughs> One day I'll get to it. It's like it's guerrilla gu- games. Oh, I think you can get it on PC. Is uh, yeah, Microsoft Windows. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a crazy world. Business, yeah, baby. Like, crossplay, like cro- everything should be crossplay. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Like that's, I can't believe we can't play Battlefront. All three of us. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, a, a big um, I I'm a huge uh, Destiny two player, and they just introduced crossplay like past two weeks. So I've been. It's like some of my friends are now playing on PC, and it's it's kind of fun. You can just sort of like play whichever way best suits you, and you can just sort of play with everyone. I got Destiny Two, I think, like free for um, PS Plus, so I can only play it whenever I next get PS Plus. Because you, that's what's stupid about PS Plus is that once mm-hmm. you get the free game, you can only play it when you get PS Plus back. Yeah. Um. So I, I was gonna dive into it, but I felt so. Like I'm so behind. <laughs> yeah, because they they made the like free to play version like the very first steps of like, uh, like the vanilla launch. Um, mm. And it is especially now like it is very. It's like walking in at like season six of a TV show. Exactly. Yeah. Um, because like it has just compounded and compounded. Um, but yeah, you never know. I mean, it's always their their job is always to make sure every big thing is somewhere where someone can step in for the first time. So, like, that's always the challenge. Um, but, yeah, no, cool stuff going on in there. I remember but, uh, playing the demo for the first yeah. one. Mm-hmm. With, um, what's his name? Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Peter, I had the Dinklebot. He was, he was funny. The Dinklebot. Yeah. That's hard. Um, but, yeah. Like, I'm really excited to see what's going to happen with games now. And again, I can't be too mad at Microsoft. It's going to be a bummer. But hopefully by that time, we'll both have, we'll all have better computer systems and we'll be able to do more with what we can do with the show and hopefully yeah. we can do more of our gaming. Something that is funny, though, like, just just say, like thinking about this in, like, in an enter- entertainment perspective, it's like we, we, we sit here and we're like, ah, oh, damn it, why, why would you be Xbox exclusive or whatever? But then it like makes total sense to us that there would be, you know, you can only watch Loki on Disney Plus. Yeah. yeah. Like, exactly. It is essentially the same thing, right? But for some reason, games feel different. And I don't yeah. know why that is. I think, I think it's probably because like a lot of these games are such like a social interactive human experience. Like, obviously, I'll go on Twitter and talk about it later. But, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because I, you don't. I guess you can watch with people, but it's not this. I don't know. I don't know. Never mind. I'll yeah. take it back. I'm not sure how I feel. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know if there's. I don't know what the like easy answer is. Yeah, there's uh, really yeah. not one. Yeah, they've all fundamentally been like that way as well. I guess like when you think about like, the earliest stuff for me was like Nintendo and Sony, uh, Nintendo and Sega, and I always grew up a Sega kid because we had the Mega Drive. 
Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until I had Game Boy Advance that I started getting more into like Nintendo games. And yeah, like the PlayStation, like I was, I was part of that era where you were either a Halo kid mm-hmm. or you had a PlayStation. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm like, so for the time, like I remember, I used to get invited around friends' houses and they'd be playing like Halo Three. Mm-hmm. Or Halo Two, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I don't know what to do, and I like, I just I'm out of the loop, and it's been that way ever since, and it's it sucks. Like, I, I guess I could go back, but then again, like, I think the only time I play Xbox is when I'm around a friend's house now, and I'm playing FIFA, mm-hmm. and I just go get through it because the buttons are basically the same, but it still feels weird. Like, I'm not a big fan of the current Xbox controller. Yeah, the it, the, the, it feels yeah, weird, even though the layout is similar yeah yeah and like people are like oh yeah but it's better for your hand like it doesn't feel bad though like i've got small hands so the ps controller is like perfect for me yeah i mean i'm just out of you know the way it's all flipped like i'm the, the opposite right like like when i try to play fifa on a playstation i'm like this just feels weird right it's like it's just, <laughs> yeah. you're so used to like what, yeah. what you're used to um but yeah i'm really excited to hopefully do more like i'd love to have play you on fifa but um how FIFA's not crossplay is beyond me. Like yeah. that that doesn't make any sense. And um, even that, like I don't know if you've been seeing all the stuff recently about like the FIFA games and stuff. Or like with PES. But I wouldn't be surprised if like some of these teams won't even exist at some point. Like the whole having to change names is so fucking ridiculous. Oh yeah, where like rights are getting swapped over. Yeah, have you heard about this, Claire? No, I don't think I have. So, like, some football teams are straight up picking one of the games, like either uh, Pro Evolution Soccer or FIFA. And I was always on the assumption that FIFA was on top. But there's, like, some teams that are, like, properly going for PES. And so now they're giving their exclusivity of, like, naming and the brand. And they're saying, like, you can't... We're not technically public domain where a brand technically we can have the rights to our name and license so they mm. can have like the players but they'll have to like i think i think it was like manchester united and it was like they're called manchester red uh, yeah well. <laughs> so like that like, it's, it's really understand. funny because you're right fifa was on top yeah like fifa was on top up until fairly recently um and yeah, because I remember playing Pro Evolution in like um, maybe 2004. And yeah, it was like Manchester Red versus Manchester Blue. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? And uh, my favorite one was the, the Liverpool clubs were Merseyside Red versus Merseyside Blue. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I was like, well, that's shit. And, um, <laughs> and then, yeah, because FIFA had all the licenses. And then I think the first big club to break was, was Barcelona. And they yes. went like full exclusive on, or not full full exclusive because um, you still get Barcelona in uh, in FIFA. But yeah, they they like gave themselves to um, Pez and had the like the higher renders. I think um, even full on leagues for a, for a while, the entire like Italian Serie A was in Pro Evolution and not in FIFA. Like they had the teams still, but um, it it was not like licensed as the league. And then I think even Man United and Arsenal have 
Pro Evolution deals. They have, but, yeah. But FIFA has a Premier League deal. So everything is still the same, um, but it's like our own clubs, if they like promote a video game, they promote Pro Evolution. and Because um, Pro Evolution for, for, is free. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the games the teams you can play I think are those teams which is good for me and you because we support Manchester United and Arsenal yeah um, and I think you can get like legends packs and stuff like you know yeah but it is, yeah it's interesting it's like um so for example Claire in FIFA 22 um the most noble clubs from Series A in Italy so like AS Roma will now be called Roma FC yeah, Roma FC with <laughs> a generic crest. Piemont Calcio, right? Juventus. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, Juventus is a massive club, and they just don't exist in FIFA. Big, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Juventus is now Piemonte Calcio. Uh, what else we got? Lazio will be now called Latium. And oh, Ad- they lost them? They were in the last game. Yeah, and Atlanta Damn. has been renamed Bergamo Calcio. Yeah, yeah, because it wasn't so bad before because, like, you know, they made the league work because the teams were the same, stadiums were the same. The only big one was, like, Barcelona's stadium. Like, FIFA didn't have the stadium rights for Barcelona. So, like, you could play as the team with the same players, but you're just in, like, the generic stadium. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, that's fun. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, it's really weird. Rights are fucking weird, the way it's going. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Who knows, like... who knows where, like, these games are going to be. They're, they're going to be, like, 50-50 and, like, five years it's gonna be yeah it's very strange how quickly it's going as well um like i have got pro evolution soccer like the free version because it's it just happens to be free and mm-hmm. i can play as my team so it's like a well you know i'll do that but win-win if i had to buy a game i'd still go with fifa yeah i don't, i think it's gonna take a lot to to make me leave fifa um it just it still like feels the better one um that and but, also like there's legacy to it right yeah yeah and uh the and the best thing fifa's doing this year is create your own club so basically we're all creating afc richmond yeah like, exactly like you can just straight up do that now <laughs> so that's gonna be fun yeah you can we always do that die. that's never changed um but yeah you can you can just design a club and you can change the kit every season and blah 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 and uh yeah so that's that's super cool that's a fun <laughs> thing that's how they're gonna get around the losing licenses <laughs> like oh yeah. your club's not here just fucking make your make own, your own. <laughs> <laughs> i remember yeah, yeah playing it and it being like um burkamp burkamp passes to Henri. Henri passes to charlie ashby <laughs> yep, yep he scored the goal oh my god it, create create your own character is is vital to the fifa experience I went back and played because I've got FIFA '98 mm-hmm. with like Burkamp on the on the cover, and it, like I went back to the character creation. This is like when I was nine. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Yep. It's so like it's like it's, it's, it's pointless. <laughs> like they're all pixelated. It's like mm-hmm. choose your face. It's like this square, this square, this square. <laughs> <laughs> like what vague color do you want to be? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, and then of course it's the nineties, so it's like white, this white, <laughs> white or peach. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, um, we've got a little bit of news. Like we said, we haven't really got much news. That's why we've been talking about games for a while. 
Um, and we'll go through those little bits of news and then we'll um, wrap up the episode because we've been going for a little while. Um, so some sad news to start off with um, this past Thursday, voice and dialect coach and Richard e. Grant's wife, Joan Washington, passed away. Um, we want to we want to send our collective love to uh, him, his family, and um, just yeah, it's just really horrible to hear about them. Yeah, no, that's super you know. sad. And he wrote a, he wrote a really touching message about it. Yeah, it's like damn. Yeah, just real 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 shame for the the Grant Richard E. Grant and his his family. Yeah, he's such like. He is such like a beautiful, bright, shining light in the world. Like I gen every time I see him do anything, I'm like, the sun has come out. Like you are such a beautiful, bright presence. So, you know, my heart goes out to him. You don't and and that video he shared of him singing and dancing with his wife. I'm like, oh, my whole heart it breaks and and hope everybody all of the grants doing doing well and everybody also, else so many people worked with her in hollywood and had so much yeah. love and respect and mm-hmm. i saw jessica chastain had a really nice message and lots of lots of lots of she she had a very profound effect on the world and we thank you for yeah sharing a, sharing your gift also um only you by the player this is one of my favorite songs of all time so when I saw that video of them dancing to it and singing. I know. Yeah, really, yeah, really. Up. But I think, again, it's one of those weird things with, like, celebrities and their their own family where it's obviously none of your business, but at the same time, you just tell. Like, you could see the glint in both their eyes, the love they shared. And I think so that's really special. beautiful. Um, so, again, we all want to send our love to him and his family and... Rest in peace, Joe. Um, the other piece of news we got this week uh, is that a brand new VR Star Wars game was announced. Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, along with a gameplay trailer. The release date's last call. Get ready to complete missions with Doc Ondar, uncover an evil threat in the wilds of Batuu, and be transported with two more tales from Caesar Slack. Coming to Oculus Quest September 15th. Have you watched the trailer? And do you have any thoughts? I'm going to start off and say, I haven't watched the trailer, and I don't have any thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> my, only, my only thought is VR hobby for the rich. <laughs> and, and I love Doc Ondar. Uh, he's, he's so yes. great. I love, you know, anyone who's had the pleasure to go to Galaxy's Edge, his, li- his little... In his little booth and in his shop, he's he's so great to see. Um, and he's also the the character, of course, who gets the name drop in Solo. So he's he's more part of the Star Wars universe than um, just sitting in a in a store. And uh, yeah, so I think I think that's exciting to play it if you have it, because um, yeah, the world of Batu is is cool and and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I didn't see the trailer. It's pretty cool. It's actually, it's a really fun little trailer. It looks like there's a lot of different things that you're going to be able to do in this game. Like it, there was like, looked like a flashback mode where you are training as a young Jedi with remotes and stuff like that and using your VR to slash, you know, 
with training remotes and like, you know, all this cool stuff. And then there looks like there's a different mode where you can play as IG-88 and like, mm. and that, that looks really cool. And the voiceover, it was super fun. Hondo's going to show up because you bet your ass Hondo's going to show up. Uh, he go. was in the trailer. It looks really fun. And, and actually, I will say, coming from somebody who is not in the financial situation that I can just blow money on things, I did Google the price of the Oculus Quest 2, and I'm like, I can find $400 somewhere, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'll find it. It actually, it looks really fun. It looks really cool. And plus, you know, there's, you know, who doesn't love Doc Ondar? Let's go. Chilling at the cantina and uh, doing missions for Doc Ondar. Sounds like, sounds like a good old time. We'll start a fundraiser. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Please do. Um, fund me and my Oculus Quest 2 journey. Get, <laughs> my Oculus Quest to get an Oculus Quest. <laughs> <laughs> Every um, Oculus Quest begins with a single step, and this one is a GoFundMe. Yeah, with VR for me, it's like, I remember 2015 when we saw that first, like, and then the Falcon landed, and you got to be like young Ben. Yeah. Yeah. I like, get the lightsaber. Yeah. 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 And you're like, it's like you get to have the lightsaber and fight against these stormtroopers, and I was like, "That's amazing! I, I can't wait to do that." It's now 2021, um, so I definitely it's happening for me. <laughs> so when I see a trailer for a VR game, and also like, again, it's a different thing because for you guys, obviously, like Nikki, you live in LA, and Claire, you lived in LA for a bit. Mm-hmm. I haven't been to Galaxy's Edge, so I'm not like completely like gunning for Doc Ondo yet. I haven't met him. Don't know him, so I'm not, you know, going crazy for that. I want to, I want to open my heart to him the right way, which is in his vicinity, and then fall in love that way. There we um, go. So yeah, I'm, you know, it'd be interesting to see what that's like. Maybe I'll watch like the cutscenes or something. Mm-hmm. It's nice to, see, it's nice to have confirmation that IGA doesn't die <laughs> in the OT, I guess. Um, so that's something. Um, like good on you, buddy. Yeah. While we're while we're talking about things that cost a little, <laughs> a few credits, <laughs> I think we missed while we were doing Bad Batch on YouTube. We missed the um, resort prices <laughs> announcement. Oh my <laughs> god! Did we miss it, or did we just choose to blanket <laughs> from our mind? I just I just need to talk about how laughable that is. It's- like insane it's, it's so absurd what if you hate it like, like what, if you're there, what if you're there and you're like okay this is just too much like <laughs> nikki if i spent that money i would love every fucking second of it even if i hate it i'll be like come on kids they're like i want to go home shut the fuck up nope we're it's gonna all get good. super into it it's I'm all sick. good until another guest ruins it for you yes that'll happen, that'll happen for sure I, I remember way back. Sorry, Claire. I remember I know, way back like, when on the show when Kristen was like, "Yeah, like, what if a kid's like is sick or shits himself? Like, is that canon?" <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's like you walk around. You're supposed to be living this Star Wars galactic life in Disneyland, and and you walk by some like dude wearing flip flops and a you know Hawaiian t shirt. You're like, oh, there's the immersion. 
Yeah. There it goes. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, it's, it's, you know, you can't control what you're, uh, who you're around. <laughs> no. So, no, yeah, it, it was, yeah, those, those prices were wild, but, uh, yeah, I guess it'd be cool to do it someday. One day. You I, know? I, you know, I had a message that I've been putting out almost every weekend on shooting the poodoo over at Broaxium. So I've said it many times on that show. I will use this platform here to to share it. Um, my my message again. Any sugar daddies out there looking <laughs> for somebody to spread some sugar on to take her to Galaxy's Edge? I'm open to requests at this point. On Twitter at cstribs, um, email the Imperial Senate podcast. You can find me there. Um, but if anybody is willing Uh-oh. to submit an application, oh no, go. did I go somewhere? You cut, you cut out. Here we go. <laughs> oh no, You're like, any sugar daddies? Help! But I, I'm just saying, any sugar daddies. My my DMs are open. The applications are now. Uh, I'm now accepting applications for my yep. trip to to a uh, Galactic Star Cruiser. So where you at, Sugar Daddy? Hit me up. I'm waiting. I think the biggest takeaway from this episode is that Claire's DMs are open. So if you're a if <laughs> no, you're a no, me- no, if you're no, a get- listening to the show, um, feel free <laughs> oh, no, to no, jump no. in there. <laughs> I, oh. I feel like we legally can't step in now. <laughs> <laughs> God damn! People will just record this and be like, "Look, it was sad." <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh man. Um look, if you got money and you're not creepy, I mean where, where's the problem? Exactly. So yeah. I have a you know, great Here's oh, my PayPal. A, <laughs> Just kidding. I have one of the greatest sugar mama stories that I probably can't say on air. No. <laughs> After dark, maybe. Yeah, After dark. Good. That'll baby. be that'll be for the paying customers. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> We gotta record another one of those soon. My goodness, we <laughs> we'll record it and we'll we'll hold you to that, Nikki. We need to know the story now. Oh yeah, Sugar yeah. Mama. Boom, chicka, well, does that include you? <laughs> Me? I in, no, in equal in equal parts. Sadly, no, and thank God, oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Is there someone we know? It's not. Uh, but, I'm still but, uh, you're still yeah, no, you saw me. It was it was a great like roller coaster of emotions for me. <laughs> I can't wait to find out about this. Before we wrap up, um, speaking of things we saw on Twitter and stuff, uh, I'm a big fan of the comedy um, gaming channel Funhouse, and have been for like years and years and years. Um, and one of the uh, I think like ex members now. But he still like works with them every now and then. John Smith, one of the funniest people on the internet, he did a live stream because he he's now going around the world, um, and he lived in I think South Korea for a little while, and he's moved to Amsterdam, and he did a live stream on Twitch the other day after taking an edible. <laughs> No. Oh no! And he built a Lego set, and it was the it was the uh, the Mando ship, which I, for some reason I've forgotten the name of it. The Razor, Razor Crest. Crest. The Razor Crest. Um, 
and he he spent five hours on a live stream building this, and then he he, he was flying it in in his room. <laughs> just just dropped it by accident. He flipped up, no. and it no. smashed everywhere, and. Seeing that go like a little bit viral this week was just so much fun to see, and I saw like some people from like Star Wars and stuff. But like, this is clearly fake, but you know, it's fun to watch anyway. And I'm like, no, you don't understand, like, because people are saying, oh, there's a box in the background, so clearly it's fake. I'm like, no, he was on a live stream for five hours, and he was on <laughs> he was on drugs. <laughs> this, this happened. He flip flops on like wooden floor. Um, dedication to screen accuracy. Huh? That's what. Yeah, I think that's what. Um, <laughs> I think that's what some of them I them quote tweeted it with. Yeah. Like, you know, it's ac- it's accurate. Um, <laughs> I bought that set like maybe a week before <laughs> the tragedy. <laughs> oh no. It's still in the box. <laughs> oh no. Partially because I don't have space for it yet. But um yeah. It's kinda funny. Once it got blown up, I was like, Well, I don't need to build this right now. <laughs> I have sent you, I've sent you both the link to the video. Um, I also have an ATAT that I got for Christmas that I need to open. Mm-hmm. My brothers are like, "Do you not like it?" I'm like, "No, I love this, but I just haven't got any space for it right now." Yeah, but I feel like I might cave this week. It's I might a complicated tidy up profession, like a building. Complicated profession. If you ever built a Lego, yeah, but it's, it's so much fun just watching John. Like, because he, he's like, "Wee." <laughs> <laughs> so sad. It's the face as well. It's the. Oh shit. Bless his heart. I'm watching it again. <laughs> Poor kiddo. You know, it's what happens. You know, you, you gotta, you got those edible wet fingers. Sweaty <laughs> 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 <20 laughs> palms. It's just so sad. Out. And then, you know, you just kind of drop it. And, uh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you know, take a, Take substances responsibly. Build Lego responsibly. You know, if you wouldn't drive a car high, would you build a Lego set high? <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, if there's anyone from Funhouse wants to appear on the show, you're always welcome to come on. Open um, door policy, of course. Log, we log, love you, Funhouse. Log Just cool show stuff. up to the link. Yeah. Hell yeah! There's a lot of cool uh, Star Wars fans over there, so it'd be cool to have them on. Uh, I think that's all we've got time for this week. Anything else you want to add? Can we just we go? I just really want to talk about now the pure chaos of this idea. If you post the Zencaster link on Twitter. Oh my god. For two minutes. Oh no. And then delete it and just see who shows up. See who shows up for a recording. <laughs> Should we do that? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the next after dark. Who the fuck knows what's gonna happen? And you know, and if we don't like you, it'll be like five minutes. I'll be like, okay, cool, bye. And then we'll hang up and uh, I can do do it right now. No, I don't have time for that. That's what we gotta prepare for. I just tweeted it. I'm joking. No, you did not. I did. (laughs) That'd that'd be an interesting idea. It would be funny. It could go (laughs) one of two directions. (laughs) (laughs) That probably, not gonna lie. Um. Oh yeah, that'd be interesting. Hey guys, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> We're here for chaos. Nothing with you. Um. But yeah, that'd be a fun idea. We'll probably do that. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff coming out. So 
you know, we're back in, I think we're pretty much back in the game. We had two episodes out last week, which was pretty fun. Good to see everyone joining back in. Let's yeah, be clear, we were not out of the game. <laughs> we did we did 16 weeks straight of content. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like, we, we were, when I say audio-wise, we were out of the game. Well, I guess all three of us together, audio-wise. There we go. There we go. Um, so yeah, we got two episodes out of the main feed. Uh, all episodes of The Bad Betches should be out by the time this episode comes out. If not, at least the f- the majority of them are out on the main feed. And they are backdated, so don't worry about it messing up your feeds. They're all perfectly in sync in time. So if you look back, you can see the 16 weeks of content we did. And you know we haven't been skiving out of giving you any good uh, Charlie, Claire, and Nikki content. Um, we also have a ton, a ton of Patreon content. Mainly shipped by our good friend Nikki, who's leading the what? ship there. He's what? got a lot of great cool content including sacred jedi breaks which is one of my favorite shows that we've been doing um do you want to talk about that a bit yeah it's um you know just it's a watch along commentary sort of situation of all the lego uh disney plus uh stuff for star wars and then you know also there's lego talk um this the most recent one that's going to come out is uh sort of our our uh dipping our toes back in before we go into to season two of the Freemaker Adventures. So we did the um, Lego holiday special. Uh, Reed and I did that. And that turned out really awesome. We uh, went, we went on a bit of a deep dive in uh, toy culture and, and all sorts of crazy stuff and, and the big C word, the canon of things and all, all that crazy stuff. It turned out really well. So you'll be seeing that one uh, pretty soon. And then, yeah, we'll uh, we'll be getting into all sorts of good stuff, even stuff that's not on Disney Plus, because there's there are a few things we're gonna see if we can find them on YouTube or something. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's one of the the cool Patreon shows for sure. Perfect. Um, well, we've also got some other cool stuff coming soon on Patreon, but I think Nikki will plug that when we get to him in a second. Uh, we all good. Are we all content with what we've done this week have, we, have you filled out this episode enough i think so good. i think we're good okay claire where can people find you and all your stuff that you do obviously you can find me here um you can catch me on twitter and instagram at cstribs you can catch me sunday nights uh on shooting the poodoo over at broaxium i'm a bro host over there and uh each new dr afra comic i will be uh, doing a quick shot preview without spoiling the end and the meat and potatoes of it, but giving you a quick little teaser of what to look forward to. And actually, this Wednesday, I don't know when this episode is coming out, but um, Wednesday the 8th will be another quick shot for Dr. Afra number 14, I think it is. Is that right? Something like that. Um, but yeah, so that you can find me there. And Tuesday nights... Streaming on the Imperial Senate Podcast Twitch. Playing Battlefront 2 mostly, but we'll change it up every now and then. Fantastic. What about you, Nikki? Yep, as always, you can find me on Twitter at Noquishus, N-A-Q-U-I-C-I-O-U-S. And then, as we talked about uh, just briefly before, you can find some of the cool stuff we got going on on Patreon. Um, Sacred Jedi Breaks the Lego Show, Yubnub Club, where sort of anything can happen. <laughs> and um, 
then uh, there's a show working title, I think, called The Playlist, which is going to be a curated uh, list of animated episodes, 10 episodes with some cheats uh, per season of animated show. So those will be sort of like watch-along commentaries as well. And then uh, the Imperial Senate Fantasy League or Fantasy Premier League show, which um, is going to be a mostly week-by-week uh, coverage. I'm going to use the current international break to sort of summarize the first three game weeks. And uh, we'll go over real-life stuff and we'll go over what the Imperial Senate Fantasy League is looking like and seeing who's taking charge and falling to the bottom or me float- <laughs> or floating in the middle. Um, and we'll see where those change over the course of 38 game weeks. Um, then you can also listen to the one and done film club, uh, which is a fun exploration of um, franchise films. And uh, we are getting ready to do uh, what's it called? Season two. Um, the season two trailer is on our Twitter page. That is at one, the letter N done show. That's going to be a blast. And then I do uh, the newly announced show, uh, Rewatch Between Worlds, on the Octo Radio uh, podcast feed with, with Alden Diaz. And that is a full exploration and rewatch, as the title says, of Star Wars Rebels. Um, and that is going to be a blast. We recorded an intro episode, sort of just to introduce the whole thing. And then we have recorded uh, Spark of Rebellion as as one big episode. So even though Disney Plus splits it up, it'll be just sort of one one chunk there. So those are going to be a blast. Those are going to release, if not today, um, soon. So by the time you get this, they'll be out, I'm sure. So if you feel like going on a, you know, rediscovery of your love for star wars rebels check out uh check that out on octo radio perfect oh yeah oh one more thing one more thing oh um if you if you are in my two homes if you're in california vote no on the governor recall you dumb fucks vote no (laughs) and if you live in texas tell your state republicans to go fuck themselves and there we go good for you yeah we're, we're pro uh you know let women decide what they want to do with their bodies don't tell them what to do and don't vote fucking idiots in, <laughs> in government please yep um yeah uh, i was gonna say i had i have recently rewatched spark of the rebellion and I, I don't want to spoil like things. Obviously, you've talked about it on the show on Marked Radio, which you can find on their podcast feed. But that shit hits still. Like, it hits home. That sequence when he goes, Girl, I'm about to let them in all. I'm about to let all of them in on the secret. I'm like, fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we go hard on that part. And it, that, that episode just, you know, when you have the whole run of the show, like going back, like, it's it's so well done. It's all done. It's one of the, it's one of those ones you like don't you can't like appreciate until the journey's over as much. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. you can definitely appreciate it, but like you know the the real power of it is is knowing where you're going. But yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. I can't believe that's like what mm, seven years old. Seven, oh Jesus! <laughs> wow. Oh no! <laughs> because, yeah, you know, it's extra funny because part part of every episode is we watch the Rebels Recon as well at the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
and oh my god, everyone's so young. It's like like Andy and like Pablo and and you know the Filoni man himself. And it's so cute. Like the first episode of Rebels Recon, they had their like they showed their little premiere. And it was just like in a hallway. Oh, <laughs> it's like, hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> Disney XD. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, no, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a real, real blast from the past. I remember that. Like, I don't think it was. I don't think it was Rebels Recon because it was like before the show. But it was. It must have been like a Comic Con or a Celebration exclusive, or like just an online thing where there was like a little clip detailing what was going to happen in the show. Mm-hmm. And it was, I think, hosted by Pablo. Mm-hmm. And he goes in the room. And it's like Dave Filoni is like, "Yes, it's taking place in between episodes three and four, and we get to finally do some tie fighters." Cool. <laughs> like, if, I mean, it's like the first time you see the um, Inquisitor, like the Grand Inquisitor. And I feel like yeah, yeah. you saw like the Star Destroyers and stuff. And I was like, "Fuck, man, this is yeah." This is the I good think shit. it could have been the celebration in Germany, the 2013 one. Yeah, um, that might that, 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 rings that was where they showed the first render of the the Star Destroyer. I think that um, yeah, that was it. So then, yeah, yeah, it could be that. Yeah, it's it's like good him without his hat. It's like yeah, just during the Star Destroyer. Did, you know, shit's real when the, the the hats off. Oh, absolutely. The curly I mean, hair. You know, Filoni's doing he's doing so. He's like you know in the weeds when the hats off. Oof. My favorite thing about that is that you always assume with a hat it's the cover up bad hair, but when mm-hmm. he takes his off, it's like those curls, man. Yeah, or he's got like some heinous bald spot or something. Yeah, like no, yeah, he's, he's he's rocking it. Not this man. Um, I should I should probably plug myself. Um, you can <laughs> oh, find yeah. me on you Twitter. Can. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at c m w a s h b y, and on Instagram at charlie m w ashby. You can listen to my other shows via the Charlie Ashby Network, available on all podcatchers. That includes my shows: The Charlie Ashby Show, Pond Division, and Batman Returned. You can also commission writing, Photoshop, and editing work from me by visiting my Kofi. You can also hire me. <laughs> That'd be good. Um, all <laughs> links to my socials and the network can be found on my link tree, which in turn is located in my Twitter bio. Check it out. Um, I also want to shout out this week. We've been um, sprucing up a few places for the Imp Senate, and we have a new Reddit page for you to go. So if you want to like see the latest episodes or want to comment or give us any feedback you can do that on reddit.com forward slash r forward slash imperial senate podcast so yeah pretty fun um that's all we've got time for this week thank you so much for listening to this jam-packed show of nothing um (laughs) (laughs) we'll be back next week hopefully with some news that'll be good wouldn't it please see ya Bye. bye Thank you for listening to the Imperial Senate Podcast. If you would like to hear more from the Senators, please visit our website at imperialsenatepodcast.com. There you will find links to our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, as well as our Discord server, Twitch, and YouTube channels. You can also email us at imperialsenatepodcast at gmail.com. And please consider leaving a review on your podcatcher of choice. Thanks, and may the Force be with you.